It's the SeltzerCast with your host, Sean Patrick O'Brien. Now's the time to crack open your favourite carbonated beverages and take a sip. Mmm, tasty. It's bubbly, isn't it? Hi, welcome to the SeltzerCast. I'm your host, Sean Patrick O'Brien. Today's guests are Zach and Courtney, two friends I became close with in quarantine who started their own podcast about Beck, called Beck to Beck. Today we will be drinking and discussing Pamplemousse. Uh, before I say the history of LaCroix, Courtney and Zach, let's see, how do, you, how do you pronounce what we're drinking today? What do you guys think? Pamplemousse LaCroix. Okay, Zach. <laughs> Wait, which word are we pronouncing? <laughs> Whichever I, word. I think, I think it's LaCroix's pompous mouse. <laughs> That's the best I got. Okay, were you trying to get you. one of us to say LaCroix? Yes. No. Sure. No. Okay. I'm I'm from Metro Detroit. We don't say we, we pronounce everything wrong. Hey baby, down in New Orleans. That's how we pronounce it. La Croix. <laughs> no, I was just curious because there is a debate about how you pronounce it. I know the official way to pronounce it. Um and I'll I'll go into the history and say like why, but um I know that some people say La Croix. LaCroix, LaCroix, I don't know. Okay, Um, so in an article, LaCroix confirmed it's pronounced LaCroix, and it mentions also that it rhymes with enjoy. So I think that's like their big like uh, draw that it's like, I enjoy the LaCroix. Um, Pamplemousse, Mm. just French for grapefruit. There's nothing more about that. Looks grapefruit. Yes, you didn't know Uh, that. No, I don't drink. (laughs) We'll get into it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not trying to start early. (laughs) Okay, so a little bit of history. It is not French in any way whatsoever. Did you guys know that or no? No. Okay. Le Lacroix. Now I'm like second guessing myself. Lacroix started in the town of Lacrosse, Wisconsin, in 1981, and it was introduced as an anti-Perrier brand, meaning it appeals to consumers who were put off by Perrier's snobbish image as a company. And it was <laughs> it was marketed as an all-occasion beverage, and more recently, as everyone knows, it's had a cult following because it has cool designs and fancy names. Uh, fun fact, the company that owns LaCroix, see now every time I say it, I'm making a point to say LaCroix, um, also owns Fago. I've never had Fago, but I know oh, that it's like, oh, oh, it's like yeah, the I, ICP, all my insane clown posse <laughs> homies rise up. Okay, can I quickly just say, sure, as yeah, someone yeah. who grew up, Fago's everywhere in Michigan. I didn't know it was an ICP thing to the rest of the country. To Georgia. Um, But the fact that LaCroix is like a Midwestern, like humble, like don't be snobby, like Perrier, that makes me very happy. And it makes sense that Fago is the parent company. I've never had it. And I feel like it's not something that you find in New York. However, there is something that just opened up near me that is located in a barber shop 
and they just sell exotic snacks, but a lot of what they're posting is just Fago. Fago's not exotic. No, you try it. they have like Japanese stuff, and like I've been meaning to go there, but um, Fago is like a lot of their pictures, and I was like, what is that? Mm. And then I, you know what, I saw it. Harry soda. I, what? It's in a barber shop. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> mm. Shout out to all the jugglos out there. The the listeners of the pod, the jugglos. Um, <laughs> There's at least one juggalo that listens to this pod. It may or may not be me. Are you a juggalo, Zach? I will not confirm nor deny my clown card status. That means you're part of a hate group, technically. All right. <laughs> That's what I said, may or may not. I will lean towards not. <laughs> I don't think, I want to clarify, I don't think Juggalos are a gang or a hate group, but the government does. And yeah, you know what, course. Juggalos? You don't deserve that. Go on, Sean. Just okay. No, no, no. Boy, the people's drink. <laughs> it's, not, it's not being edited out. And I, I have to wonder if the insane clown posse knows about that, like, little uh, connection that they're owned by the same people i mean that's like coca-cola and sprite being owned by yeah. the coca-cola company it's this interesting. is like i think it was called like national beverage something i don't know but they own um fago <laughs> and they also own Lacroix. okay um the so <laughs> let's get right into it um what is your relationship to seltzer, Courtney and Zach? And how often do you drink seltzer? So I didn't have sparkling water or seltzer until I visited Europe. When I was in high school, I went on a school trip. And uh, at every restaurant I went to, they uh, asked sparkling or still, which, like, of course, doesn't happen in America, except in, like, super fancy restaurants. And uh, I just said sparkling because I wanted to be European because I was, like, 16 and annoying. And uh, I loved it. And then when I came home, I would have like Pellegrino or LaCroix. And I feel like LaCroix is probably the one I have most frequently. And also I'm a, I don't drink. So sparkling water is something I often go to in like social settings where other people are drinking because I like it. It's fun. It's bubbly. And it kind of can pass off as anything. So that's my relationship with Salsa. Smart. Yeah. Zach? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We sure we don't want to next segment this. (laughs) No, just lay it on me. Let's, you know what? Do you want me to just preemptively say that uh, Zach's Zoom name is Zach Hate Seltzer? and that's what's important yeah you know, yeah you're getting you're getting the raw truth you've had too many seltzer lovers on this pod you need a good old <laughs> seltzer hater so history okay i'm pretty sure the first i don't even know the fucking difference between seltzer and sparkling water i listened to your pod i still don't get it uh first bubbled water i had i guess was probably perrier and that's just because i watched Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby, like all the fucking time, I still do. And Jean Girard, Sasha Baron Cohen's character, his like race car sponsor is Perrier. And so I saw it and I was like, ooh, that's so cool. It's so fancy. So I got it and I drank some and it was 
literally the nastiest fucking thing I've ever drank in my life. <laughs> so <laughs> I spit it out and I think I got, I want to be fancy. I had a glass bottle. I'm pretty sure I like threw it against a wall. I was so <laughs> upset. So I was like, okay, I've learned my lesson. No more. There'd probably be occasional times where maybe I'd go to like a restaurant or something and be like, Oh, sparkling water. I was like, Oh, everyone else is getting it. Like, you know, it'd be, it'd be apropos if I would also get, sparkling drink so i'd get and i take a sip we'll be like oh you're not finishing your drink it's like oh i'm not that thirsty in my mind it's like i fucking hate sparkling water and seltzer this shit is so nasty <laughs> like to me seltzer is like the shit that clowns spray on people it's not like a drink that people should enjoy like actively but so in terms uh, of zach are you calling me a clown <laughs> no i'm not no i'm not done yet i'm sending the clowns i'm not done yet uh last thing with the actual drink LaCroix. It's a similar kind of thing. I was in Austin, hanging out. Literally everybody there drinks this stuff. So I was like, oh, LaCroix, what's this? I think I probably thought it was like a fruit soda. I don't think I knew right. that it was a sparkling drink. And if memory serves, I drank it and it was fucking nasty. <laughs> and so that's, that's an abridged history of zach's relationship with okay seltzer and sparkling water on that note let's crack them open okay oh, let's man. go let's go <laughs> i have okay. really thin crappy nails so this is always really hard for me oh my god i did it get right in the mic cheers. cheers all right let's take that first step let's do it God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, so initial thoughts. How does everybody feel about the taste? I, this is one of my favorite flavors of LaCroix. I haven't had it in several years. So right. this is like a rush of memories for me. The thing that I like about LaCroix is like, and I think Zach feels the same way, but in a negative way. It kind of tastes like perfume, but I like it. And this flavor especially, like some of the other citrusy ones taste more like, like, like the tangerine is less perfumey. The orange kind of tastes like you're eating an orange peel. Um, this, this tastes like perfume, but I mean it positively. <laughs> I know what you're saying, but I think that the flavor, like the flavor is not strong. Like it just tastes no. like grapefruit with like a little bit of a sparkle. And I do really like that. Yeah. Um, it's, I don't know. It's, it's really good. It's, it's a, it's a LaCroix. Zach? <laughs> really happy to be a guest on the punch. On... <laughs> you don't have to keep drinking it. No. I want, I want your honest get, opinion. Yeah, I want to get a good, a good uh, body. I'm like, I'm like Paul Giamatti in Sideways. Like I'm, I'm tilting my can. I'm like sniffing the rim. Uh, <clears throat> so, I, I <laughs> can't say I'm that big of a fan. <laughs> As Courtney said, it is equivalent to having a really aggressive J.C. Penny employee spraying perfume directly into your mouth. <laughs> Not J.C. Penny. <laughs> Are you a grapefruit person, Zach, or no? I mean, 
Okay, well, A, yeah, I partially feel deceived in that I did not know that this was a grapefruit-centric drink. What did you think Pomplamoose was? I don't know, some fucking hoity-toity-ass thought fruit, but, like, I don't know if I necessarily thought grapefruit. You don't like like grapefruit? I'm not, like, opposed to grapefruit, I guess. Grapefruit has its place. I mean, it's not just, like, egregious, like, honeydew or cantaloupe or anything like that mm-hmm. like uh i mean let me take this up so like i definitely taste the grapefruit but again i think it's kind of my overarching problem with seltzer and soda water what, what do you what's the other sparkling water soda water but that's also another word for i guess spritz another problem with it is that just like i'm tasting water with bubbles and then like my waiter like took a grapefruit, took like the thinnest slice and just like a tiny little drop in there. And that's like all the fruit content I'm getting. Like if I'm going to drink a drink that is like fruit involved in any way, like don't just give me like an effort. Like I want an actual like fruit taste to it. Is the appeal of seltzer that it's mostly water or like, am I just missing something? Cause I'm trying to say that I see the appeal but after drinking this, I, I do not know if I can drink any more of this. <laughs> For me, the appeal of seltzer is that I used to have to have soda with like every meal. Mm-hmm. I stopped drinking soda because clearly um, it's terrible for you. Uh, seltzer are usually like zero calories. This is zero calories. Um, I feel like I get that bubble and that sparkle that I would get through soda that I want with like a dinner or something with a sparkling water or a seltzer. So I think it's just like my replacement soda and sometimes they could be sweet and sometimes they just taste like soda. And like I've had seltzers that taste like uh, orange soda and honestly I wouldn't know any different uh, if it was orange soda or if it was seltzer. But I don't know. I just I like the flavor to it, and I think it it's it's nice because it's zero calories and uh, it tastes good. Yeah, I agree. I'm the same thing. Like I drank a ton of soda growing up, pop as we say in the Midwest. I've converted to soda, um, and I just had to stop because it was so much. And I haven't even drank in sparkling water a lot. Like I just drink a ton of water and tea and coffee and stuff. But because of, like, other health issues I'm having, I have to cut out caffeine now. So, like, I have to say goodbye to coffee. And even more so, like, when I do get soda now, like, I need to be more careful of what sodas I get. Right. So, I think, like, now we have, like, a ton of sparkling water in the house right now because I was preparing for the episode. And I love it. And I can see myself, like, consistently drinking it because it do- it is satisfying, especially, like, you're saying with a meal. Like, I'm always – I was always one of those people that, like – I want a soda or like a juice or something with dinner to make it like a full thing, like the way you would at like a restaurant or something. And even just a flavorless sparkling water gives me that experience. So I'm on the same page. I think also another point being is that like when I would have soda so much as a child, I'd have, say I'd have like a Coke with my dinner. Mm -hmm. I would feel so full halfway through. Like, I would not want to finish my dinner, and I would just feel so disgusting when I did, because I would get so full from, like, all the calories and, like, everything that's in, like, a Mm Coca-Cola, as opposed to, like, 
a LaCroix. It's just like you have it and it's almost like, like you said, it's like water. So yeah. Zach looks like he's in so much pain right now and he <laughs> continues to drink it. <laughs> okay. So basically the vibe I'm getting is that if soda is akin to say cigarettes, then sparkling water and seltzer is like a nicotine patch. So like, I understand it as a kind of substitutionary drink. Like this is like the pacifier when you're like pulling away from the teeth. I can understand it in that regard. What I'm saying is that I'm like Mr. Pink and Reservoir Dogs. Like I, I see the appeal, but I do not partake. That is, that is where I'm at. I apologize to all the seltzer fans out there. After all, you are listening to a seltzer centric podcast. No, that's I'm it's it's interesting to have people on who do not like seltzer. Um I'm here to open your minds. Yeah. How, so <laughs> <laughs> we talked about the taste a little bit. Do you guys like the packaging? Like do do you think it looks good? Ah. Of the packaging. I'm a graphic designer, so my opinion's more valid than I don't know. I'm joking. I'm totally joking. Literally, <laughs> I'm in marketing. I know. No, you have exactly <laughs> an equal level of opinion <laughs> as me. Um, no, I. It's like kind of shitty, to be perfectly honest. It's very much <gasps> like 90s. It looks like the 90s cup. Like you all know what I'm talking about. But I love it, and um, my favorite thing about the packaging is at the bottom it says, and I thought this was a bad French translation, so they have some explaining to do since it's not French. <laughs> um, it says zero calorie, zero sweetener, zero sodium equals innocent. I got some thoughts on that. Innocent. It's a little weird. I literally never noticed that. Innocent. With, with an exclamation point, point that's like tilting. Like, it's yeah. not just, like, a normal explanation point. It's, like, just that is italic. Okay. Zero calorie, zero sweetener, zero sodium, zero flavor. Innocent. <laughs> what do you like think of the packaging? Guilty! <laughs> oh, yeah, we're talking about the packaging. I really like the design. Honestly, like, the design itself was honestly one of the things that, like, I would see people drink it. And I'd be like, oh, snap, what's that? that beverage it's so colorful it's like it's like the surface of, of jupiter i, I was can like I just can i just interrupt just based on what you're saying is it that you like the idea of seltzer and sparkling water but it's just not for you i don't know if i even like the idea i mean to me seltzer is just like trying soda it's like it's like soda and water's like inbred child just like doing its best not dedicating the flavor and from like what i've seen i mean like you talked about before with like oh the argument of like should sparkling and seltzer water and stuff be free i mean you can literally buy machines that like inject the bubbles into your water you can literally like make it so like i'm wondering the value of such a commodity <laughs> fascinating okay but how do you feel about the packaging <laughs> the packaging is bitching this thing looks great like i love the colors i love the the the, the painterly eskiness i actually am legitimately a friend of lacroix like design i think it's very tasteful i think it's very cool looking almost deceptively so because i take a drink 
and it's just goblin piss but like the outside is great so so i think it's interesting because um the label so lacroix i think i mentioned they started in 1981 so they didn't always have this label this label is like fairly recent but mm-hmm. i'm gonna i'm gonna screen share right now and then we'll post these up on the twitter but um lacroix this is an article from Bon Appetit, if anyone wants to see it. It's called The Secret History of the LaCroix Label. I just want to share what um, the LaCroix Label was almost, as opposed to like the cool design that everybody knows. And I think that we will agree that this is so much better than what they almost did. Oh. Okay, okay. Let's see if this design could take down Perrier. <laughs> The, the bourgeoisie drink period <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to the drink of the proletariat LaCroix it's loading <laughs> oh, I just took another swig oh it's so bad I can't keep drinking this shit Why do I keep what drinking? are you going to do with the other like five you have Zach? I am going to pour them all over Sean the first chance I see him wonderful okay so right here is what they used to look like okay it's fine it's not it's okay it's literally just okay like I wouldn't go out of my way to buy that if I like I didn't know what it was okay Sean that's that's like Broadway baby I thought you'd love that look at that Broadway ass can it's okay it just (laughs) you know what it you know what it is very 1981 yeah yeah exactly and i don't hate it miami can what did you say i said miami vice can (laughs) okay this was the second choice for what the packaging was supposed to look like as opposed to what the packaging is now what do we feel about it i have feelings i think this designer go ahead i think that the one they went with is better like hands down but I am very partial to that, like, kind of crappy, like, 1998 to, like, 2004 design aesthetic that this oh is completely God. captured. <laughs> so, like, I love this, but it would have been, like, suicide to put this out. Like, but no one would have bought this. Especially I think now. that <laughs> possibly in the past, people would have bought it. Yes. But but now, now, in, like, the boom of LaCroix, no, absolutely they would have never gotten trendy and as far as they have because that's what got it trendy is the current design right i'm just shocked that this is a recent design because it feels so old like it feels like it's really borrowing from the Mm -hmm. 80s and 90s so they were smart to kind of go retro with it i agree I, i look at that design i feel like someone would be taking a swig of that while listening to like you get what you give by new radicals (laughs) <laughs> exactly. exactly it reminds me of um we have a, a like a cabinet where an old computer is in my house um and there's many things in there that have not been touched since the 2000s or early nine uh, or late 90s um that had to do with like operating a windows system it looks <laughs> like there would be like a windows xp it cd does. in there it exactly does. And then here is um, another one that they liked best. I don't like, no. I like the Windows 98 one better than that. I 
I don't, I, I really don't like open space. Like I have a phobia of white space. I'm one of those asshole designers that doesn't like white space. So that's why I like the LaCroix can. Like this is covered. Um, and I hate that. I hate how open it is. Don't put like gray as your secondary color. At, mm. I'm getting, I'm getting walk like an Egyptian vibes. Also, is it not supposed to be centered? Yeah, it's not centered. It's just blatantly not centered, which I could not drink any drink that is so i think it's a good thing that they chose the label and they did and i really like that and i do like all the colors and it's cool that like you know what i like most about the colors is that like and i guess this is the point and i'm sorry if this is so stupid but i like can look at this and i say like oh it's say yellow and pink it's gonna be like a grapefruit flavor like yeah, each color yeah. even if it's like an off color from like what what is the contents of the can or whatever like it totally matches up with like what you're drinking like color wise so um i agree okay well. so to talk about what you guys are up to um so you talked about this a little bit in the initial episode of Back to Back, but just why Back and what drew you both to starting a podcast about him? <laughs> Go ahead, Sea Dog. Sea Dog. Go ahead. Yelled. Go ahead. It completely started as a joke. Um, oh, I didn't even know that Zach liked Beck from the get-go. I think we'd had like minimal conversation because you had tweeted something about um, Michelle Gondry, like the collection of all his music uh, videos. And I was like, oh my uh, God, I have the Spike Jones one. And we were uh, talking about like, oh, like I like this video, I like this video. And he's done Beck videos. So I think that was how established we both like back. And I had just gotten like severely back into him. I really liked him in high school. And like, I, you know, still listen to him ever since, but I like deep dove and like re-listened to everything again. And I literally just made a dumb meme and nobody liked it. And I was like, wow, I really wasted 20 minutes in After Effects making this meme, whatever. And then Zach replied, and, it's like, um, it's we danced cool. around the topic of <laughs> making a podcast based off this one reply for like three weeks and then finally we were like you know what let's do it and somehow people are listening and <laughs> i i love it i love it zach purely, talk purely. let's hear your back let's hear your back story your back talk my back story <laughs> it was literally that i mean like i don't even know if i was like super actively listening to beck when courtney even did that tweet i was just like oh dude this is deborah i love baby driver and midnight vultures so it was literally so innocuous just like it's pretty funny because again i mean like we had just met from uh this thing we do called Mike Myers Movie Club, just like, I mean, obviously in it, obviously, but to the uninformed listener, literally had just met over that like a few months prior. Like I've literally never met anyone I'm talking to right now in person. And so we're going in replies and Courtney said, oh, I love, one of us said, I love our Beck talk, which spun into back talk back talk back talk which was going to be the name a little behind the scenes special fear guys 
going to be a name, but then we decide to go with Beck to Beck, and for some reason, we decide to take just this completely stupid random bit that now we do a podcast that's sometimes about Beck. <laughs> yeah. It's and been it's great. Great. It's so the- much fun. Uh, it's highly entertaining, <laughs> and both of you really are, so... Exciting. <laughs> but yeah, so the reception sweet. from like actual Beck fans who I feel like should crucify us. Oh my god. So <laughs> They're so nice. Like I learned more from them than they'll ever learn from me. Um and it's great. Like it's I kind of thought it would just be like you, Sean, and like our friends listening yeah, exactly. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. strangers listening to it. Mm-hmm. And like, very nice like it's a small like people who are like legit beck fans that come at us with all this stuff and like recommendations and funny memes and everything and it's like (laughs) i'm constantly just sweating behind the scenes like i am not as informed on beck as most people think i am (laughs) i think they know that we aren't like i think i think we present ourselves as very much like we really liked this guy in high school and now we're rediscovering him and you know because i get dms on the instagram all the time from them being like i can help you with this like here's this link that you didn't know about here's this and it's all very kind wait really so the Mm because i only saw a little bit of it and i think one of them followed either me or the seltzer cast Mm -hmm. the back community is like really finding you guys like yeah like actual fans on like twitter instagram like actual hardcore Beck fans yeah it happened like immediately it's not a huge like community on social media but it's a lot of like younger people that have gotten into him which is cool because he's been around for so long it's cool that he has like a youthful uh fan base still and yeah they all I think it was kind of I started following people back and then I was like being creepy and going through their follower lists so that I could like you know find the Beck fans right right but um yeah no they've all they they they're very open they talk to us like I have full conversations in the Instagram DMs with them cool and yeah they tweet us stuff and it's super fun it's cool like I said I genuinely didn't expect like any actual Beck fans to like like it because i thought they'd roast us because right 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 uh, mm-hmm. um but i do fear that he will find it someday like that's a genuine fear yeah our, our one fear is that i don't think that I, find the podcast i don't think that he would be offended by it though i think he'd like it but i'll say well, a, a note on that is that i'll say that if mr lacroix himself finds this podcast he's gonna crucify zach true. he personally told me so john lacroix <laughs> I don't want John LaCroix after me. Look, man, like get your bag, make your drink. I'm I, I, I paid money for it. Like if anything, <laughs> I'm the donkey here. Like I got like how many cans come with thing? Like six? Eight? I think it's six. Depends. Yeah, I don't know how much you bought. Pack. Oh, Whoa. It was, it was a it was it was a um variety pack, so I got pamplemousse tangerine and passion fruit so that's awesome it was worth it that's that's zach's worst nightmare it, it really is it's so bad but like no disrespect to john Lacroix. i mean like look i put out a really shitty podcast like he could roast me for that i mean like <laughs> we should do a telethon where we raise money for charity and zach has to drink every flavor of Lacroix. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll show up. I'll wear like a David Burns-esque like big suit. Just cause her like, hey, who wants to see me drink 
every flavor of LaCroix all the way down and I'll throw up on live video. It'll you should great. do that, Sean, though. You should do, like, a live stream where you have, like, every guest you've ever had on in one call drink, like, every... Because I feel like LaCroix has the most flavors of any yeah, yeah. brand, right? That would mm. be... Someone would puke. I'd probably puke at a certain point because, like, the bubbles give me heartburn. As I mentioned in... Uh not last week's episode last week's episode is coming out this wednesday look forward to that if you're listening to this you probably have already heard it <laughs> yeah. uh, this is in the in, future in in the first episode of the podcast we mentioned something called the drifters pack which is uh started by spin drift and it's like all 25 flavors in a pack and then if you buy it they send you you could send one to a friend for free oh that's it's cool great. i thought the so, drifters pack was a clint eastwood movie <laughs> <laughs> so we got uh, jokes. Hey, what? <laughs> hey, Sean's my favorite New Yorker. All right, here. So on that, <laughs> I'm gonna make this a two-part question. What kind of seltzer do you think Beck drinks? Uh, what flavors is he into? Um, and also. Do you think that Clint Eastwood drinks seltzer? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I can tell you that second one right now. I feel like if Clint Eastwood drank a seltzer, like that man has got like, to quote, to reference Beck, that man's got one foot in the grave. Like he's got to be like on his way out of here. I feel like if Clint Eastwood drank a seltzer, like his heart would go full like million dollar baby. So, so it's too fizzy for him, you think? I feel like I think it it's too, too much for him. He needs, okay. he needs flat water. He needs medical attention. All right, so to Beck, let's hear about it. Beck, I thought about this because I will say, Sean, you thought about this in my ear, and I didn't truly think about it till like twenty minutes ago. I think he probably likes Topo Chico. Here's my reasoning. I think I pronounced that correctly, right? I think so, possibly. There's a all Skyler, please help me. There's a Um, bottle in my fridge waiting for a future episode, so look forward to that, everybody. My reasoning is he grew up in Los Angeles, and I know like the neighborhood that he grew up in was there were a lot of um, Latino uh, immigrants and just people from um, like a Latino background, and he's incorporated that into his music a lot, and he's very Mm -hmm. respectful of like Mexican culture and stuff. So I feel like that was definitely around him. And it's such a big brand that's like everywhere in like, you know, border states. So I wouldn't be super surprised. That's like my realistic answer. My like unrealistic answer is like some fancy rich person thing that I don't know about. I think that would just be LaCroix. <laughs> maybe he drink, maybe he drinks the well, LaCroix is supposed to be the people's beverage. I feel like he's not super pretentious though. Like he probably does drink the people's beverage. Yeah. No. Well, I don't I like I don't know. I feel like to me, I feel like LaCroix has said that they are the people's beverage and maybe that's what they intended to do, but there is a culture around it that just surrounds the beverage that is like in writers rooms or in the hamptons like it's it's the beverage of them and that's it's it's not a bad thing because listen it is a bad thing anybody can go to the store anybody can go to the store and pick up Lacroix. that's okay it's just like animal farm do you have any other thoughts, Zach, on what <laughs> Seltzer Beck would drink? Other than it's just like Animal Farm? Uh, yeah. 
if it's not fucking like blatantly obvious, I don't fucking drink seltzer. So I don't even know what brands there are to exist. So Do you think be, he drinks it at all? Okay. Or I guess I'm the gonna, question. I'm going to be, the, be the same person. Uh, I bet Beck drinks ocean water from Sonic because that's the best <laughs> drink ever made. So that's what Beck drinks. I would like him to drink that, but I guess, Zach, what I'm trying to ask you is, what flavors do you associate with Beck? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to bring out of you. Let's hear it. Why are you grilling me so much, dude? This is so intense, dude. I'm starting to freak out right now, dude. (laughs) What flavors? Yeah, Yeah, like when you see Beck, do you say, like, is he a Pomplamoose man or is he a lemon seltzer man? Is he into vanilla seltzer? Like, what is he like? There's vanilla seltzer? Yeah. Yes. That's water. You put vanilla in water? <laughs> Everybody makes fun of me. Okay, look, no, I'm out of that. Everybody makes fun of me for mixing lemonade, Malibu rum, and milk together. But then, oh, everybody's drinking vanilla seltzer, and oh, that's like the hit popular drink. I don't like vanilla most things, to be fair. I I won't drink, like, you could not pay me to drink a vanilla seltzer. I don't think that there's a flavor of seltzer that I wouldn't, or that I don't like. However, I will mention, and I guess this is going to have to be a later episode, even though I feel like I might not like it. Do you guys have Hal's near you? Hal's seltzer? Okay. So it's probably primarily a New York brand. I've mentioned it on the show before is that Hal's is like you crack it open, it punches you in the back of the throat. The bubble content is like the most bubbles that you've ever had. It's not a sparkling. It is like a New York seltzer. Like that is like the New York seltzer. Hey, baby. (laughs) That's an Italiano beverage right there. My point is that, and I'm like, going over this in my head and i'm like did i dream this i did not dream this (laughs) in a bagel store once kind of recently i saw a hal's seltzer that was flavored to coffee Ooh, ooh! i don't understand that i don't know about that i'm not a big coffee oh that you don't understand vanilla is fine but coffee no i know that this feels like a witch hunt call this i don't like because i'm I'm saying i don't like vanilla i just know that it exists i'm not talking to you oh okay 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 see i'm talking i'm talking talking to all the vanilla seltzer fans out there if you're a vanilla seltzer fan I'm not going to say anything because I'm a guest on this podcast. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that next week's episode literally involves vanilla seltzer. (laughs) Well, I don't know who's on next week's episode, but I'm going to pour this seltzer out in honor of you because going through hell week. (laughs) The one Uh, vanilla seltzer is good. Of like the extreme bubble count. And a coffee flavor would probably make me throw up. Like, I have, I'm very quick to get heartburn, and like, carbonation and coffee are two like leading causes of heartburn for me. And that's right. like the thought of it makes my entire, like, I have goosebumps. Well, the thing about Howl's is like, and I, I, I mean, I don't know. To be honest, I was going to say all of Howl's are like clear. Like, it looks like mm-hmm. it's just like seltzer and that's it, like water. I've never seen what LaCroix looks like. Like, I wonder if it's colored. I was just thinking that. Yeah. In in the rim of my can, it's clear. But like, it's probably clear. 
clear. I can see the bottom. It looks pretty clear. Is there I a seltzer like that's colored? That's a good question. I don't know. Are the are the San Pellegrinos colored that are like almost sodas? Do you like the ones that? with like the lids on top? Yeah. Is that like I don't even, know. Do you count that? I think I do those I do have, count it. Okay. I think those have a light, like very pale. Very possibly. Pale. Maybe because if it like I wonder if it has re- like if it has real fruit in it, if that would make a difference or it's yeah. just like clear in general. Yeah. I don't know. Zach looks very confused by all this. He's thinking. I don't know what kind of seltzer Beck would drink. Maybe like like a but apparently you can just put whatever you want in seltzer. So yeah, Beck would drink something with mango and uh how about like some habanero peppers in there? That sounds, that sounds tasty. Have that a little sounds bit pretty good, tea. honestly. He's, he's, he's a California boy. He's got a little bit of kick in there, but not too much because he is very pale and has no eyebrows. It's the Seltzer Cast with your host, Sean Patrick O'Brien. Folks, let me ask you. Do you love movies? Do you spend your days thinking about how much you just love to watch movies? The good ones, even the bad ones everyone told you not to like? It sounds like Super Yaki is the place for you. The team at Super Yaki loves movies as well. So much so that they dedicate every waking moment of their life to bring you top quality merchandise to showcase your love for them. From super soft t-shirts advocating for the immediate production of a third national treasure, to comfy sweatshirts that serve as a call to arms to all those in support of making Judy Greer America's lead. They even have pins of some of your favorite directors like Sofia Coppola and Jordan Peele. Super Yaki brings you tangible love letters to movies and filmmakers that you can wear with pride. Plus, the team at Super Yaki screen prints all of their apparel using eco-friendly, 100% water-based inks and ships with compostable poly mailers for an environmentally friendly alternative to online shopping. Pretty nice if you ask me. If the spirit moves you, find them at superyaki.com. Let's watch more movies. And now, listeners, I have a treat for you. Anyone listening to this podcast can take 10% off of their next order with code SUPERFRIEND at checkout. The code is SUPERFRIEND in all caps and no spaces at superyaki.com. That's S-U-P-E-R-Y-A-K-I.com. Superyaki.com. All right, so I went I love to the LaCroix blog to see if I could find any information the, about them. The, the what? The official, like on their website, they have I'd a say, blog. I'm literally in advertising. Like, they also have has a blog. <laughs> they also have a YouTube channel. Um, so I was doing a little bit of research, and I found an article just titled The Tonight Show, starring Jimmy Fallon, features LaCroix. I just want to. Sh- I just want to share the thumbnail of this video. Maybe we could talk about it a little bit. Oh, I'm so. I, we don't have to watch it or anything, but I just want to. I wanted to share the thumbnail. Of course, they listed as LaCroixWater.com. Is that Emma Roberts? No. Oh no! No! No, Sean! No! Yes! Yes! Talk about him. Let, no. Everybody, everybody listening, if you could see, if you go on the site and you see this thumbnail, this thumbnail is Zach Core. That's all you need to know about me. So, you know, for I'm anybody, fake French. Th- I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so, for anybody listening that uh, is not 
eager to pull up the lacroixwater.com <laughs> slash blog. Which uh, is fair. The photo is of Jimmy Fallon holding the Timothy Chalamet puppet. The Timothy the, Chalamet the puppet. Timothy Chalamet puppet. I think if you googled Timothy yeah, Chalamet yeah, puppet, it's, that's it's probably that, the yeah. only result that comes. No, up. yeah, like yeah. the it's, one it's, that went yeah. viral. Um, yeah. So I watched the segment. Essentially, uh, he just. I don't even know why I'm going to describe it. Just just go watch that's the it. Tonight Show. Oh, uh, how they, does Lacroix come up? Okay, so does he drink it and he talks? He like, like blindfolds the puppet. No. And then, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which, let, let, if if anybody doesn't know what this is, there was a Timothy Chalamet puppet. I think it went viral on Twitter yeah. because somebody yeah. found like an Etsy listing. I could be wrong. I think I that's think what so, it was. Something like that. Something right. Like that. So it was like almost like a. It's like a um, ventriloquism dummy of Timothy Chalamet, and it's fucking terrifying looking it's so scary it looks like um like so like what is that jigsaw from saw jigsaw from the film saw uh, but like glover played by timothy chalamet um i guess the tonight show acquired it and they did a segment in which um he puts a little blindfold around the marionette and then steve higgins holds up the uh the titular uh, Pamplemousse LaCroix from today's episode. Oh. And um, he has him guess that it's a LaCroix. And then he guesses the flavor, <laughs> which is Pamplemousse. That's why I didn't want to describe this because I'm just like, go watch Jimmy Fallon if that's what you want to do. <laughs> no, but like, <laughs> that's, we the, actively, that's all the segment is. We actively don't want people watching Jimmy Fallon, though. So, like, I think. Why? Gonna- like, I, no, not why don't we want. I know why that is. Courtney Why loves Jimmy Fallon. I do not love Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> Guys, you heard it here first. That, Courtney keep loves Keep that name Jimmy out Fallon. of my mouth. She um, said, oh man, he's so funny. I love when he laughs at himself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who wrote this, like, bit? Like, it's so, I did. like, I'm getting, like, angry about it. <laughs> like, what? Why bring LaCroix into this? Is LaCroix, it John, La- John LaCroix wrote French? it. It was John, John LaCroix. John LaCroix, it. head of LaCroix. He's testing out his He's... writing chops. I hate Jimmy Fallon more now. A late night writer him. by night, a soda founder by day, John LaCroix. It's just like the big short. Quit your night job, John. You can't. <laughs> <write> your... <laughs> I'll also say that. Um, the the LaCroix YouTube channel also posts other uh, TV shows that just casually mention LaCroix. So, like, they posted just a clip from HBO's Girls where Lena Dunham just casually mentioned LaCroix. Um, so, if you're ever interested in any uh, reference of LaCroix in pop culture, head over to the LaCroix YouTube channel and see what they got. Maybe this you know, whole podcast will be uploaded there if we say LaCroix enough. <laughs> You know, I was looking for a reason to watch Girls, so now as long as I just tune in for the illustrious LaCroix reference. I was like, why? that sounds kind of, like, desperate to me. Like, why are they just plugging, like, random mentions of their brand, like, on their YouTube? Listen, if somebody went on The Tonight Show and that somebody was the dummy of <laughs> Timothy Chalamet the and dummy. he said my name, I would be posting it on social media as well. He said, no, oh, I right. love Sean Patrick O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Timothy Chalamet said. I hate that doll. I don't like 
this is like that rockifier shit that y'all sent me where they say my name so no i don't think you'd be happy zach uh for the listeners hates the rockifier explosion which is i don't hate okay no 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 stop right there that's slander libel i should know i took a journalism it's wrong i don't hate rockifier i hate them saying my name and wishing me happy birthday so uh to expand on that there was there is a uh animatronic band (laughs) full of a bunch of animatronic animals uh they used to be at a pizza place um now they're in some guy's warehouse in florida and he does custom videos well uh we found a video where they say happy birthday zach um zach hated that they said his name so they talked to me directly and told me happy birthday i appreciate the sentiment but like i was really scared now you imagine if some jawline ass puppet went on tv and looked directly in the screen and said oh sean patrick o'brien like would you be happy or would you be scared like i would not be opposed to it i would not be opposed opposed to it okay thank you i know i don't but i got personal beef with timothy chalamet so oh my god it's not personal he just bothers me do you want to get do you want to get into it or is that not really he 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 does he does i I have no good reason i've only seen ladybird it's the only thing i've seen him in i have no reason to hate him I, I will say that, like, Timothy Chalamet does look like this Jimmy Fallon, Timothy Chalamet puppet at, like, the end of Pinocchio. Like, Timothy Chalamet is, like, the human version of this puppet. It's a good like, puppet. Like, like, the puppet captured him very well. It's just terrifying. I'd be okay if they said my name after, like, a while, though. I think the initial Rockefeller shock is wearing off so that by the time it's, like, actually my birthday, maybe I'll be more excited about it. But until then, don't. Sorry, I keep muting because I keep burping and I don't want you to record. That, that's the downfall <laughs> of the seltzer cast. I know. Is I that everybody's like, oh. just like, oh, okay. Okay. Um, so a little bit more on that. We mentioned like um, that the LaCroix YouTube channel loves posting whenever there's product placement. <laughs> You're in charge of LaCroix. Zach and Courtney are the new CEOs of LaCroix. Where do you place this product in a film? What kind of movie is it? What kind of TV show is it? Let's hear it. LaCroix and a microphone. <laughs> we, yeah, we put it in a back video instantly. <laughs> I think that, um, like, I don't know, my brain instantly is screaming, like, a Sean Baker film. It's <laughs> just some, like, random <laughs> kind of, like, white trashy girl drinking a LaCroix, but, like, I'm crying. Like, that's what I picture immediately. I don't know why my you're, brain went there immediately. But you're crying. Do you not cry at every Sean Baker movie? I do. I mean, I Man makes me cry. I love him. You just love Willem Dafoe. I, he's not in Tangerine. <gasps> Put a Tangerine LaCroix in Sean Baker's next movie. It's a reference to his film Tangerine 2. That's good. That's good. That's why uh, I'm in marketing. Similar kind of vibe, I guess. Like, but different kind of spectrum. I could see, you know, next Sofia Coppola movie, like, mm-hmm. I could see Rashida Jones, like, casually getting a LaCroix. She's on the phone. She's talking to her dad, played by Bill Murray. You know, it's not like a... a focal point of the scene that's kind of like hey this is world building like 
Sophia Coppola character would probably drink some LaCroix. And I mean that in the best way possible. I agree. Okay. So the big debate we all have on this podcast. Picture yourself. You're sitting in a restaurant. I'm there. You order a seltzer. I do not. (laughs) 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 Suspend your disbelief just for one moment. Okay. 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 I'll I'll shut up. I'm with you. So you're in a restaurant. You order a seltzer. (laughs) (laughs) It's so hard. It's like mentally straining me. So like a prison experiment like it's so Courtney you're in a restaurant no I want to be there too I'm sitting across the table from Courtney Zach's also there in the booth yeah hey what's up you order a seltzer and they accidentally bring you two shit (laughs) (laughs) this works no I can work with this I can work with this yeah you're so you're sitting in a diner and you see them go up to that like drink machine and it's the seltzer tap it's seltzer on tap they hit the little soda button they bring it to you that's all you order you get your bill how much is it for one seltzer how much should they charge you it should be zero dollars but i would be willing to pay like a buck 50 max why do you think it should be zero dollars because it's just it's coming from the soda machine. There's not a syrup or anything else added. Like, it's just the bubbler. They're just ripping me off if they're asking me to pay. But I also get, like, you run a restaurant. You need to make money. I'll give you $1.50. Like, I could have just stayed at home. Um, but it should be free. Cool. Zach, do you, do you have an opinion on that? That's, that's a great opinion, Courtney. Thank you. If they brought me a seltzer, I would simply ask for a soda. Or something else. No, okay, but like actually though, uh, how much should it be? Right. How much do you think if they have a soda machine already? Yeah. And water is free. How much do you think that seltzer should be? It should be free. And I talked about this earlier. You can literally go to like Target and buy a machine that seltzerizes and bubbleizes your drink, your water for you. Look, I watched an American pickle. I saw him do it. So like. It should be free. You're just adding bubbles to water. I mean, granted, I am misinformed on the world of seltzer in general, but like from what I've gathered from your extensive podcast, I would say free. If now, if they, if it's just straight tap water seltzer, I mean, I guess if there was like a fruit additive to it, maybe because like in restaurants where i've worked at like they can upcharge for like oh if you want to add like a strawberry mix or something to your right or something like that but for example it's the same kind of principle of like if i get a water with lemon like if they charge me for the lemon like i would simply dine and dash because like i'm not paying for the lemon to go with my water that's like some things you just take for granted i mean okay if a restaurant is like legitimately struggling and there's ways that i can help like give them money then like yeah, yeah sure i'll of leave course. a nice i'll leave a nice tip or something the money right. won't be for the seltzer it would strictly be a tip i want to make that yeah. clear it would not be for right the that's, that's what the i thing. say i would rather pay the server like yeah. for their time right. than for the seltzer yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I i've said it before is that if it's in a can i expect to pay for it if a yeah. restaurant is struggling yeah. 
totally expect to pay for it. So yeah. this is a conversation I've been having long before the pandemic. And I think that right now, restaurants, I'll pay 10 bucks for seltzer. I don't care. Whatever you got to do to survive, yeah, let, me, let me give you the money. Absolutely. Post this, pre this, whatever. Give me that seltzer for free. I love I seltzer. Agree. I love it. It should be free. It's just water and air. That's my argument. I can I take agree. a straw and blow some bubbles in it and call it seltzer, and I would not charge somebody. Facts. In, in a post-COVID world, you should not do that. Please do, <laughs> absolutely do not do that, nor would I want to drink it. Man, not I'll saying spit, that you have COVID, but... I'll spit in everybody's mouth. I'm a juggalo for life. <laughs> 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 can't you tell by my joker laugh that I'm a <laughs> the back to that podcast is going to be hijacked by a drug alone <laughs> the freak to freak podcast <laughs> okay I do not think jugglers are freaks <laughs> so <laughs> yes Sean I'm going to give you another scenario okay here we go you're in charge of LaCroix again. I had to think about that again. LaCroix. I am not. You're in charge of it again. And they say, Zach and Courtney, you've done a tremendous job running this company. Oh, thanks, man. We're going to name a seltzer after you. Oh, shit. What is in it and why? I have a very good answer. Yeah, you go ahead. Because I feel like my Flavorless. What? Mine is flavorless. It's just norm. It's the pure LaCroix. Water. But, but a handsome priest blesses oh. every can individually and makes oh it holy water. Oh my God. Okay. Sparkling my- holy water. Yes. That's brilliant. He has to be handsome and he has to be a nice priest, if you know what I mean. <laughs> okay. Okay, but here we go. He has to be innocent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Can I just say, uh, briefly before Zach starts, Courtney, you're going to like the story. Is okay. that? Yeah. Um, I love that, Courtney. Um, you know, like in church, when they say like the body of Christ and they give mm-hmm. you like the, what is it? The Eucharist? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay. As a child, I had asked if there was a church store because <laughs> I liked the flavor of them so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the story. Sean, you just order some on Amazon right now and just eat those bitches like. Crackers. Do they really sell them on Amazon? I think yeah. No, my um oh, Renaissance history art professor brought in some um unconsecrated ones so that we could look at them. And yeah, as long as they're not consecrated, which is blessed by a priest, it's not sacrilege to just eat them like Ritz crackers. <laughs> They're just regular ass crackers. Interesting. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can just get them online. I'd uh, buy a ton of like so s- grape juice. <laughs> Sparkling holy water, Zach. What do you got? I would simply not make it. It would be a soda or a water. Okay, not but what's in a Zach soda then? Not 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 this pussyfoot in between shit. Like it would be one or the other because <laughs> seltzer water is by definition like not trying hard enough. <laughs> What's in a Zach soda? Oh my god. Soda? No, it's a seltzer. Uh, I'd have to say, like, I don't, as someone who doesn't drink seltzer, I don't know how hard, like, a flavor index, like, the supplementary flavors of seltzer can go. 
but like the highest possible amount you can do while still considering seltzer a i would do that like i want mine to be genuinely like flavorful like it's still seltzer but you can taste like a good amount of the fruit in it okay but what fruit yeah okay so in terms of like the fruit uh i love grape i love fruit punch i love mango put them all in like a kind of tropical mix i love hawaiian shirts and that would be mine something that um hasn't been done before and i think if it was it would be a massive success is if they made like sparkling capri suns yeah Ooh, that's like mine tastes like that yes that's what that reminded me of Zach, yes. I think you would like a San Pellegrino with like the thing over the lid because it, yes. it's almost a soda. Like it's the almost sweeter than like, a soda. The ones Agreed. with like the little doilies on top. Yeah, yeah those right. are su- they're sweet. It's like a sparkling juice. It's barely a seltzer. Yeah, it's almost a full on like fruit soda. I think you would like that a lot. They're really good. I really like them. Okay, check well, them out. You know. I've been betrayed before, aka with this episode of the Seltzer Cast. And the <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. You guys are my friends, you. so I trust you. I'm not judicing <laughs> you. I promise. You're not judicing me. Okay, so um, the final call of we need to rate the bubbliness and then rate the overall seltzer, like just in uh, general. Okay, here we go. Out of what? Five. Out of ten. Ten. Okay. Ooh. <coughs> I think the bubbly is like an eight it's pretty bubbly like some the pamplemousse was okay some of the lacroix like the pure lacroix is like too bubbly like you can if i step away from it i can hear it like that's a little too bubbly um i think overall i would probably give also just give it an eight like i really like it it's one of my favorite lacroix i almost wish there was like less of a flavor Cool. Which is going to make Zach scream. I, think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll share mine and then Zach can share his uh, probably zero and zero numbers. Yeah, um, let's end I on would, a sour note. <laughs> I would say the bubbliness is about a seven, and I'll rate Pamplemousse as a nine point five. Oh, that's a good one. I like it. It's refreshing. Okay. I would have it again if I was on the go and I saw it somewhere. I'd be like, I'll have a can. Yeah. Um, I do like it. I like LaCroix and I look forward to trying more of their flavors on the podcast. And Zach? Huh? Final thoughts? Oh, Final no. numbers? Rate it? Rate the LaCroix? Oh, yeah. Shit, right. Um, bubble factor it's pretty bubbly i'd probably give it like like a seven as well like it's pretty bubbly but i could also imagine even more bubbly stuff especially that one lachaim drink or whatever you were talking about (laughs) that's probably like really bubbly uh in terms of overall rating uh i give it uh, I'd give it one bag of popcorn and maybe like like a side of ocean water on the side. Like I, I you know, it's got a little bit of flavor. It's not for me, but I can acknowledge that other people would like it. Uh, you know, the grapefruit taste, 
what I can taste, it's good. Like I've got a single taste bud, like latching on to a little grapefruit seed. And he's like, oh, it's pretty good. So like, yeah, I'd probably do it that. And the packaging is nice. So that's what I think. Cool. I truly wonder, and I, I think that the telethon should happen because I really have to wonder if there is a seltzer out there that you would like. That I would like, me. Yeah, I think Courtney maybe pinpointed it that you probably would like the um, San Pellegrino. They have like lemon, they have orange, they have blood blood orange, which is really yeah. good. That's like my personal preference. Um, you would you would definitely like it. And yeah, those the lemons like a fizzy lemonade almost. Right, and I think the difference because they I consider them in like the realm of seltzers. But there is so much, I'm sure there's like sugar added or something. Yeah. Because I think it's definitely not zero calories. It is like a soda. It is like drinking a soda. So you might like it. And I think that that does fall into the realm of seltzers. But possibly you'll like that, Zach. Yeah, Sean, I might have to uh, let you know what I think. I might uh, send you an audio recording of me drinking other seltzer I or you could simply just come back on the show yeah well i didn't want to impose or anything you, you both are always welcome oh, you're always welcome on back to back we gotta so watch sweet. the circle <laughs> okay so um before we leave do you guys want to plug back to back and tell everybody where they could follow you where to listen yeah so you can follow us on Twitter at back to back pod and it's always the number two. And then on Instagram at back to back podcast, you can find us on anchor, Spotify, Apple podcasts, something called pocket Casts that I don't even know what that is, but it, we're on it. Um, yeah. And we update every Friday. Cool. Um, do you guys have anything else you want to promote before we head out? Uh, follow just me on Twitter. Uh, I'm at underscore cheese dip. And this is a campaign on Beck to Beck. I have severely less followers than Courtney. And so uh, just follow me. I'm not giving out her account. Uh, you know, once we reach the same amount of followers, I'll chug eight different brands of seltzer. That's, that's your truth. So, yeah. Seltzer cast nation. Start following. Yeah. So, uh, Give me gotta, those followers. Like, comment, subscribe. We got to get that ratio up. Yeah, fix that ratio because now Courtney has egregiously more followers than I do. And it just, took me 10 years. It's pathetic that I've spent that much time on Twitter. I know. Okay. I think I've been on Twitter for like 11 years. Well, my account was made recently. Exactly. <laughs> I was on Twitter, but that was the old me. <laughs> yeah, no, I got it. I finally I'm like, I'm like my, a phoenix. I changed my Twitter handle after literally 10 years and it felt like I yeah, had I, I felt like I was having a quarter life crisis. I won't. If you follow back to back, you'll find it instantly. No, we're taking so it just description. Find it organically. No, don't follow Courtney. Don't follow Courtney, just follow me. All right, follow uh Zach and Courtney on Twitter and please listen to Back to Back. Thank you both so much for joining us. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, It was nice to it see on. Zach tortured by having Pamplemousse <laughs> seltzer. Uh, notable seltzer hater Zach. Welcome to notable. the Notable. 
<laughs> Seltzer hater. Wow. All righty. <laughs> Goodbye, y'all. Bye. Later. This has been the Seltzer Cast, hosted and produced by Sean Patrick O'Brien. Be sure to join us next week, my bubbly friends. Farewell for now. Thanks to Kevin McLeod for the music, Tim Wells for the voiceover, and Kira Koffer for the art. Thank you to Super Yaki for sponsoring the Seltzer Cast. Be sure to follow our Twitter at SeltzerCast and our Instagram, which is Seltzer.cast. See you next week.